Hello and welcome to the Braindrop Podcast, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. This week, we're starting the new format where we split puzzles and solutions into two different episodes. So this week will be the solutions to the previous episode. However, I don't want to leave you all hanging with no puzzles to solve, so I'll throw in a bonus riddle or lateral thinking puzzle. Uh, something designed to be guessed without clues or yes or no questions. So stick around to the end for this week's puzzle. First, here's last week's solutions. Solution one. <laughs> That's the ticket. Here's the short version of this puzzle. There were 100 passengers boarding a plane. I was the first one on, but I lost my ticket and couldn't remember my assigned seat. So I sat in a random seat. Everyone after me had their ticket, and if they found their seat open, they sat in it. But if they found their seat occupied, they sat in a different seat at random. What are the odds that the final 100th passenger to board found his own seat vacant? We got the correct answer to this one sent in by Jonathan from Utah. Good job, Jonathan. So I'll give you what I think is the easiest way to think about it. Okay, so last guy to board um, needs a name. John Denver. He's leaving on a jet plane. So when John boards, there is only one empty seat. Whose seat could it be? Well, it could be my seat. I picked a seat at random at the beginning, so as long as someone else doesn't randomly pick my seat, it will be vacant at the end. Or it could be his own seat. If someone else does randomly sit in my seat, then that will be it. No one else will find their seat occupied. So he could find my seat or his own seat. Could he find anyone else's seat empty? No, because the owner of that seat would have sat there, finding it empty themselves. So the only two options are that he finds either his own seat or mine empty. If someone randomly sits in my seat, John Denver will find his own seat empty. If someone randomly sits in John Denver's seat, he will find my seat empty at the end. So is one more likely than the other? Well, Anytime someone has to choose randomly, there is an equal chance that they could sit in either my seat or John Denver's seat. If they sit in someone else's seat, it just keeps the cycle going to the next guy. It doesn't really change the chances of either outcome. So, since there are two outcomes, and each outcome has an equal chance of happening, then the odds are 50% that he finds his own seat empty at the end. Solution 2 Magical vocabulary. I've got three words that are among the longest words that contain a particular characteristic. Here are the words verisimilitudes, unimaginatively, and parasitological. Parasitological. So what characteristic do all three of them share? James from Wisconsin got this one correct. They are words that are spelled by alternating back and forth between vowels and consonants. So there aren't any consecutive consonants or consecutive vowels. Which, by the way, so are both of the words in the title, magical and vocabulary. Solution 3 Tight right turn. Last week's lateral thinking puzzle. Why does a man weld a large pipe wrench onto his truck? Was it decorative only? No. Was it partly decorative? No. So it was a pipe wrench that he used connected to his truck? Well, it served a purpose. Oh, did he use it to open stuff? 
No. Oh. Well, Did it replace a part that was already on the truck? No. Was it holding something? No. Did it connect two things? No. Was it reflective? I mean, irrelevant. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> so it was functional? Functional in a, um, a certain function, but not really the, the pipe wrench function. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason he put it on there, and that wasn't decorative, that he got some use. Yes. So. Was something wrong with the truck? No. So he used it like a can opener attached to a truck. I mean, it's not a can opener, but it does something and it's attached to the truck. It's like Swiss Army truck. No, it doesn't do something in that way. Okay. I mean, you might want to... Did it help him drive better? No. Or tow better? No. Was it inside the truck or outside the truck? Outside the truck. Does it matter where on the truck it was? Yes. Was it in the front of the truck? Nope. Was it on the back of the truck? Yes. Did it advertise his business? Nope. Does the size of the wrench matter? Mm, I think a bigger one works better, but not totally. Was it a pickup truck, or does the type of truck matter? Um, yeah, it actually wouldn't. It wouldn't really matter, but yeah, it was a. You can assume a pickup truck. Was it the handle of something? Did it become the handle? No. Was it for his use or for someone else's use? It was not. It was for his benefit but other people are relevant. I got nothing. Was yeah. it used like a lever? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. So if there were no other people involved, he, he wouldn't have welded it. Right. It, it is only useful in context of other people. Like a crew? Like he had a... He did yard work? And no. So... Was it part of a service he was providing? No. Did it keep people from doing something? Did it pre was it preventative? Yes. Did it keep people f somehow from damaging his truck? No. Was it a theft prevention? No. I mean, it's sort of... Uh, the damage part could be somewhat relevant, but it's not the... Does it matter that it was a wrench and not some large it could, metal piece? Yeah, it could basically be a large metal piece. Maybe not every single thing would work. I mean, I think the wrench works especially well. But So, talking about the other people, <clears throat> are they the same people No. all the time? No. It's not for a particular person? No. Is it... To do with people in in traffic with him, like yes. other cars. Yes. Is it welded against the truck or like extending out from the truck? It's relevant how it how it's welded. 
but no, it's not like straight out in that, in if that's what you mean. Yeah, not like the, just the end of it is welded. It would be welded on its face. Was it covering a hole? No. Or was it part of his turn signal? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so I forgot, you did say it was for people who are in traffic with him? Yes. Okay. Does it somehow like sight how far he had to be away from something to turn? Uh, he's looking in his mirror. No. Did he have to touch it to use it? No. I mean, it's on the back of his car and it's driving, <laughs> so. But he could see it. Could he see it? No. Can't see it. Or. Uh. Yeah. No, he can't see it. Does he like that the wrench is welded to his truck? Does he like that? Well, he did it. <laughs> I think it solves it solved a particular issue. Were people rear-ending him? No. Uh, Were people but, honking at him? But but sort of close. You were on the right track with the other one. No, not honking. Following too close? Following too close, yes. People were following too close, and so he welded a pipe wrench to the back of his truck. Mm-hmm. Did he... Am I crazy? Like, what was is a pipe wrench? Was it part of a message that was like, I'll hit you with this pipe wrench? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, was it somehow a bumper? It was not somehow a bumper, but bumpers are relevant. Um, was it to prevent people from sticking the nose of their car under the bed of his truck? No. So we established that it's flush, but does the direction it is pointing matter? Like, is it, if it's pointing toward the sky or pointing toward the ground, to the left sort or of. right? It would not be pointing to the sky or the ground. It's pointing to the left or the right. Yes. But it's not serving as his bumper. He still has a bumper? Does he have a bumper? Yes, he has a bumper. Do, does it affect other people's bumpers? No. Okay. He it's, has the... It's welded to the bumper. It's welded to the bumper. And that's relevant. It couldn't be welded to the tailgate. Or... Right. Was it flush with the side of the bumper facing backwards? Or is it flush with the back of the bumper? Yeah. Like, it's, it's not... It's not against it's the It's not very the vertical back. part of, of, the, of the bumper there. No. What? It's, it's on, on the, the top of the bumper? It's on the top of the bumper. Facing so, backwards? Well, just, I don't know where it's facing, but it's just <laughs> it's sitting flush on the top of the bumper. Oh, I see. And it's welded there. Yes. And that somehow prevents cars from tailgating. Yes. Why? Because are they afraid it's going to fling off onto their car? Yes. Basically, yeah, that's huh. it. Well, this was a real thing that I saw on the internet or whatever, but yeah, he welded a, a large wrench to the top of his bumper so that it looks like he had forgotten it and left it there because he was tired of people tailgating him. And so they would naturally just back further off on the highways because they were afraid it was going to slip off and then bounce into their car. That's amazing. Way to go, That's that a great dude. idea. I should do that. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, so those are all of the solutions. I don't want to leave you all hanging, though, with no puzzles this week. So I've got, um, I've actually got two lateral thinking puzzles. 
one that a listener shared, and then uh, one other one. Both of them can be reasonably solved without yes or no questions or clues. So, first puzzle. Um, this one was sent in by Rain Yang. A man is walking normally, then stops suddenly and begins pulling at his face, clothes, and body. He then continues walking normally for a bit longer, then stops again and hits his own arm. Why? Thanks to Rain for sending that one in. Would love to see more puzzles sent in by you guys. Lateral thinking puzzles in particular can be fun to create, so give it a try. Here's another one. Alan and Betty go on a ski trip. Uh, they are the first ones on the mountain that day, and the slope is covered with fresh, untouched snow. They start one after the other, but Betty is faster and is soon out of sight. So Alan follows Betty's tracks. As he follows, he notices that the two ski tracks are heading straight for a tree, and then they pass the tree with one track on each side. How is this possible? Okay, I'll give solutions to those next week. All right, that's it for this week. Next week will be three new puzzles for you. And uh, pretty soon I'll be putting out a bonus episode where we go through an online audio-based escape adventure from Trapped Puzzle Rooms out of Minneapolis. So we're taking, we want yeah, sure. <laughs> to take the container of gross With gunk. The black gunk. Yeah. Add water and some of the flower petals. Yep. And put so. that in the safe. In the in the past, in the warm room. <laughs> Sounds good. You're going to go back to the dim lab and grab that bottle of milk and take it to the bright lab. Do you want to open it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You brace yourselves for this gross-looking liquid and pry open the top of this milk, and as soon as you do, you can smell your mistake. We regret nothing. You can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on this week's bonus puzzles, and you can send in your solutions or share a puzzle for a future episode by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at braindroppuzzle. Special thanks to Jeff Moore for some of the music, including what you're listening to right now. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and telling your friends about the show. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. Take us out, John Denver. Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go But seriously, I've gotta go. If I don't hurry, I'm gonna be the last one on this plane.